Hello, beautiful women, and welcome to the Claimed Podcast. I'm Anna Rova, your host, and let me tell you a little bit about myself if you're new to the podcast. I'm a femininity and feminine embodiment coach, and I run a very powerful program for single successful women who want to attract and keep committed masculine men or women who are already in relationships but want to change that feminine masculine polarity in their relationship. Welcome, everyone, to the second episode of the 10 Rules of Being Climbed series. I'm super excited to be with you today, and I'm recording this as a podcast episode, but also as an Instagram Live. So if you're listening to this audio, know that you can also find this in video version on IGTV, and this is going to be saved there as well. So welcome, everyone. Quick uh, disclaimer that my baby is sleeping in the other room. And I actually didn't think about this, that Tuesdays I'm with my baby at home and I scheduled this every day. And then I realized, oh my God, she's actually sleeping, but it's good. We have a good half an hour before she wakes up. So it's a good, it's going to be a good time for us. But if she does wake up and you hear baby screams, I apologize. I might have to just jump in jump back in again tomorrow. So um, super excited uh, about this. Hope you joined, um, you managed to, to listen to me yesterday or to the previous episode where we talked about rule number one for all the women to know that, you know, you create your dating funnel and men compete. On the previous episode, I explained to you how the dating funnel works, how there's three stages to the dating funnel and how it works as a funnel, which is a reverse pyramid and how you are the one creating your funnel and men compete for you. So today we focus on rule number two, which is you get the best piece. So what this really means, I actually wrote a really good article on this subject called uh, Set Yourself Free, The Guide to Being a Good Enough Woman. So if you want to just Google these words and you'll find um, my article on Medium, I uh, highly recommend that you read that because it's a really, really good article. It's a 12-minute read, so it's quite an extensive read, but basically this rule is all about that. And so um, this is probably going to be a podcast episode as well, but I just wanted to mention that. So let's talk about, you know, why rule number two is you get the best piece and what this means. So, and the, the premise of that article was really about, you know, today we, li we live in a world where, you know, if you focus on yourself, uh, somehow it is selfish and somehow it is kind of unhealthy. We're all brought up, especially as women, to be good girls, which means that we focus on the other first and not on ourselves. And I, in the article, I also talk about this idea of being a good enough woman, which basically means that you're good enough just as you are on your own without doing anything, without proving anything and so on and so forth. And I find that in a lot of the women that I work with, um, the issues of self-worth and self-esteem and therefore we try to prove so hard that we're worthy to men, to the world and so on and so forth are rooted in this belief that we're somehow not enough. And um, these, are these are obviously beliefs that are deeply rooted within us um, that have been there either. I mean, there's many factors that influence those beliefs. And by the way, I'm just going to record this real quick um, to make sure. 
Okay. So these are um, deeply rooted beliefs in us that have been with us since we were little girls and going through our adult life. There's many factors that influence beliefs, and beliefs is something that I work with women extensively, not only to to ask them to understand that in their head, but also in their bodies. So this idea that, you know, we need to give first to others, we need to make sure that everybody else is okay before we are okay, is not not serving us. And um, I know it's kind of a mindset shift, but what this does is that we give, give, give. Like how many of you women right now think about how you are in relationships and with other people? How many times have you felt disappointed, uh, let down, and like people are not adhering to your expectations? Well, that's because you've set up the expectation that you're going to give, 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 and then you're going to receive, 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 and expect in return. And that doesn't work. It doesn't work in relationships with other people, but especially this doesn't work with men. Because as women, we f- and it is in our nature to be nurturing and to be giving, but there's a difference between when you give from a place of, I want you to love me, then from a place of, I'm a good enough woman and I give because I can and because it gives me pleasure, but I actually don't expect anything in return. Actually, expectations are some of the biggest um, obstacles that have prevented me from meeting my committed masculine men and from actually establishing pretty healthy boundaries and and relationships with other people. And I highly recommend that you you start dropping your expectations and work on your um, healthy boundaries. And so... I want to talk about this idea that you get the best piece. And a lot of women feel guilty about getting the best piece of anything, really. Get the best piece for yourself, uh, you know, and then give to others from a full cup. And this principle also applies to your relationships with men, obviously, because when you give to yourself first without giving yourself away, it creates a very healthy dynamic where your man, first of all, respects and appreciates you for who you are. And then your children and then the community respect and appreciate you for who you are. But that all starts with you. If you are a woman who's going about your day and about your life expecting so much giving to everyone and expecting everyone to give her in return, it just doesn't work. It's a a recipe for unhappiness and unfulfillment. Because think about it, there are hundreds of people in your life, well, not hundreds, but you know what I mean? Many, many people in your life, in your immediate circle of friends and family, then there is men, then there is the community and so on and so forth. It is impossible to adhere to people's expectations of how they want you to behave and how they want you to be. And the same thing applies to you, that it's impossible for you to keep people to a certain standard of how you should, um, you know, how they should behave towards you. And so the solution to that is that we all turn into ourselves, focus on ourselves, on our own boundaries and create healthy dynamics with other people, with ourselves, and then with other people. And especially this relates to men. So how this principle works is that, like, I'll give you a very practical example. Um, I also felt guilty a lot of the times about putting myself first because, and, and a very practical example is, let's say we sit up at the table. So a question to you right now, there's, you know, me, let's say my husband and my child. So who gets the best piece. Who gets what first, right? Um, I'm curious to know, like, if you're watching this on on Instagram or any other, like, I'd be curious to know what is the answer to that. The usual answer to that is, well, 
of course, the child gets the best. So the child gets the first piece and the best piece, right? And then the men, you would serve your men and then you would serve yourself. And so this is you putting yourself last. And this is just an example. I mean, obviously... Yeah, Amelia, who's commenting, is working with me. So that's why she said, me, question mark. Amelia knows this principle, therefore, she's putting herself first. I love it. So, um, you know, how it should normally work. And this is just an example on like how we sit at the table and how, you know, the best piece gets given to the child than the man than you, how it actually technically should work is that you get the best piece first, then your man gets the next piece, and then the child, your child gets the rest. Uh, not the rest, I mean the, the next best, best piece, let's say, and th- this is how it gets distributed. So, um, yeah, somebody's saying, what did I miss? Uh, you you didn't miss much. You missed quite a few things, but that's okay. You're going you're gonna to have access to it. <laughs> Welcome. So, what we need to do is put ourselves first in that way. And that really applies to that practical example. When you sit down with a man at a table, if you're not married or in a relationship or don't have children, you get the best piece. And this principle applies to every single situation in your life. Because what this will do is it will do a few different things. Number one, it will teach you to treat yourself better and think about yourselves first. And that is quite a mindset shift in our di- in our current society because we're not told to put ourselves first because you're selfish. You think about other, you know, you, you think about yourself too much, which is completely like complete bullshit because it doesn't work like you need to think of yourself first. First cover, you know, you've heard this thing before many times, cover, put on your mask, whatever oxygen mask on you and then put it on others. This is basically what you're doing. So what this does when you do put yourself first, it teaches you to treat yourself with a lot of respect, with a lot of space, with a lot of, um, you know, just with dignity and respect that you matter. You put yourself first. You're enough just by being you. And that's what I work with women in the program. Uh, You know, so many women struggle with this. That also teaches men to treat you differently. Men don't treat, you set up the standard on how men treat you by treating yourself in that way. So when a woman is really focused on herself and her value, right, having a busy life, working on her femininity, her body, having love, being in love with herself. And this hashtag like self-love is, I don't even know what that means anymore because everybody's just hashtagging it. Like, what the hell does that mean? Well, this is exactly what it means. I'll give you some practical examples. Um, So what this does is, you know, it teaches men around you how to treat you because they see how you treat yourself. And it also teaches your children on how to treat you and how your men treats you as so how dad treats mom so you see how this dynamic works and then your community and so on and so forth so from the immediate circle of your family it now gets expanded into all the other circles but you set the pace you set the dynamic if you put yourself first people will, will treat you with dignity and respect and will put you first and so this is just a principle. I'll give you another example. For me, personally, my morning starts with a morning routine. I spend on myself an hour as my morning routine. And then after that, I spend another hour on my writing or, you know, doing some immediate morning things in my work, which is discovery calls with me, women and so on and so forth. But during that full hour, 
like that's just my habit now. I can't imagine my life differently. So I have no idea how women just get up and go and attend to their children, attend to their husbands and attend to everybody else in the world because that's what women do. Like we attend to everybody else first and then we put ourselves last. And no wonder we're depleted, burned out, resentful, bitter with men and with people around us and with ourselves. Well, the solution to that is really establishing practices and systems in your life that you can put yourself first and starting to work on that belief about you being a good enough woman without taking care of everybody else, without proving anything else to anyone and without, you know, marching forward with this accolade of, uh, with accolades of achievements that, that, that you made and gathered through your life, you know, um, like when we were little girls, we were hearing good girl, you know, good grades. So it's all, it was all about for me personally, when I grew up, like I didn't even know who I was without my grades or without the way I was a good girl. Like if I was a bad girl, I was, I was like, honestly, in my life as a, as a, as a, as a girl, I was never good enough. Like I always felt like I was freaking broken, like something's wrong with me all the time. So imagine how, and obviously I lost my mother when I was eight. And imagine, of course, as a teenager, like my nervous system was completely shut down. Like I was literally like a, an animal that needed to be caged. Um, I, I couldn't do it, you know, um, like that's why I started smoking, drinking alcohol and so on and so forth. Like people, people were saying either I'm going to end up in jail or a drug addict or whatever. Like it was just crazy. Luckily, you know, I had enough, um, I guess, force within me and also circumstances in my life happened that, um, you know, I was smart enough to actually want win a scholarship, go to the US. And so anyway, so you see how that works. And I'm sure that if you're listening to this, perhaps you resonate with some of the things because that's what women tell me time and time and again on discovery calls and on in my in my coaching program that, you know, I had I had to always prove myself and be someone just by being me. That was never enough. So this is where this stems from. Hi, girlfriends. Sorry to interrupt uh, your listening to the episode, but I quickly wanted to jump in and let you know that I have prepared something exciting for you. If you're interested in polarity, femininity, and how to embrace your feminine and how to attract primarily masculine men in your life, this announcement is going to be very useful for you because I'm talking about my signature uh, training. Uh, I'm like, how do I describe this experience? Because it's really an experience, you know. This is a signature training, my one-hour webinar that I've put together. And it honestly, it's it's been through a few iterations in the last two years. But I feel like this is the best yet training of mine that didn't come from, you know, reading two books and three courses and like coming together in a copy-paste thing that I now advise women to do. No, this has come from me, my own lived experience through my dating life and through finding and attracting the masculine men of my dreams and then marrying him and creating a family. This also came, yes, indeed, from a lot of research and learning and courses and coaches and oh my God, you name it. You know, it's been a, it's been a journey of five years for me about that time. And also this has come from my clients. So the previous training, how is this different if you've signed up for another training of mine? which was the live female success, by the way. This is different because this is now 
coming through a distillation of my work one-on-one with women who I've helped get to that place where they're just attracting better men and they start attracting better masculine men and are on their way to actually to a relationship eventually. Not only masculine, but also masculine committed men. So if you are in a situation where you're attracting men that are less than desirable, let's say they're feminine men who don't want to lead, don't want to take charge, and men who are unavailable, then this training is for you. I will have to call this training, how to start attracting your masculine committed men, basically in 30 days or less. And in this training, I will share with you some of the key things that I've learned throughout this journey that are helping. That's what my work with women is based on. So in this 60-minute training, you'll find the number one reason why you're still single and can't attract a committed masculine men. It's not what you think. How to break through the panthers of attracting unavailable or feminine men, as I said, and find your blind spot so you can attract the men you want. How to master the feminine masculine polarity so you start feeling taken care of, claimed, and finally be able to let go of control and uncover the lie of female success that's keeping you stuck, exhausted, and unfulfilled, which means in masculine energy all the time. So you can start living in freedom and joy and much, much more. So if you're interested, go to girlskill.com slash web sign up and I can't wait for you to see this training and to let me know how it went and by the way there's no replays for this so make sure you select the time that you can show up and be fully present all right I'm gonna jump off and you continue listening to this episode I hope you understand this principle and my question to you and if you have any questions let me know right now but my question to you is you know what can you do today to start putting yourself first and start setting up boundaries and start saying no to things that, you know, there's some situations where it's like, oh, man, like, I really don't want to do this, but I kind of have to. And like, uh, uh, you know, and then you go for like, whatever. Look, this situation happened in my life as well. And I would tell you right now that the only exception to this is probably family members, because with family members, it's like it's very tricky and complicated. So again, when I coach women through my program, it's like, well, with family, you know, you didn't choose your family. And there, there are dynamics, especially if you deal with like older family members, like parents and grandparents, really there's not much you can do there. You can't change. I mean, you can't change anyone, but especially when you're dealing with family, sometimes you've got to choose your own battles. But I can tell you right now that with my sister, for example, I set my boundaries um, pretty sharp as well. So the other day we had, we had some conversation about something and she was asking me for a favor. And I really didn't, like I could do this favor, but by doing, like, it didn't feel good in my body. And and that's why when I work with women, I work a lot with embodied boundaries. So it's one thing to kind of know in your head what boundaries are, but it's another thing to feel in your body. And um, I'm actually going to talk about embodiment as a rule 11 that I put together as a bonus to really explain to you why embodiment is so important and why this is a modality that I use in my coaching a lot. And I feel like that is the main difference between what I do and perhaps other coaching relationship and dating coaching programs. So she asked me something that I could do, but it would put a lot of strain on me and it was uncomfortable in my body. And I was kind of, well, yeah, maybe I do it. But then I'm like, you know, I felt into my body and say, you know what? No, like it doesn't work for me. This is not convenient for me. This is a nuisance for me. And I really want to help you. But let's find a way how it could work for both of us, that it should be a win-win. And so I told her that. I wrote her a message and I told her that. And you know what? Like five minutes later, she sent me a screenshot and said, I figured it out. 
And I'm like, oh, really? So a lot of the times, actually, the consequences and the repercussions of setting boundaries within us and within our lives are are made up. Like we literally make them up because we feel like, you know, if we set boundaries and put ourselves first, then, um, you know, somehow our relationships are going to be broken. People are not going to like us, you know, like all of these un- very uncomfortable things. And these are driven by, you know, these fears are obviously driven by our primitive brains because we want to be like liked we want to be part of the group and that's why we're not putting ourselves first because it's like well i want to just blend in and be part of the group so that i'm not expelled from the tribe so to say which was a very lonely journey thousands of years ago but today we don't deal with that and so it also takes courage like i understand it takes courage but this is the only way out of the unhealthy attachment, no boundaries, codependent relationship with other people and and men, um, and into a place where you put yourself first and you actually stand strong on your ground of why you need to do that so that it, again, puts puts you first, puts you in a healthy dynamic, especially with a man. Like I hear a lot of story, a lot of you know, examples from the women I work with and on discovery calls where women overstep their own boundaries and let men overstep theirs. And I actually share a powerful formula on how to communicate boundaries. I actually wrote a pretty good article and I think it's a podcast episode called Four Steps to Setting Boundaries with Men. So check that out. Actually, if you Google boundaries with men, I'm on the first page. So that's great news. Um, so yeah, we, we talk about all of that and why this happens is because women don't know how to set their boundaries. Um, you know, they're overstepping their boundaries and also they don't know how to set consequences and follow through those boundaries. And that all stems again from having that ability to put yourself first and having the tools and the practices to powerfully go forward with that. So, I mean, this is pretty much it for this, um, you know, for this rule. And I know it's pretty simple, but in reality, it's not. And, and as women, we find ourselves constantly being pulled into different directions of, oh, my God, my children are wanting me. My husband is wanting me. Everybody else wants me, right? So, I'm going to leave you with, again, with a question off. And if you have any questions, let me know now or you can message me or comment here and I'll answer them on the next episode. But what can you do today to start putting yourself yourself first and, you know, actually getting out of that dynamic that, oh, my God, I need to give, give, give. So some of the things are like what I do again, I have a morning routine. So see, very important, actually, especially if you're a mother, Um, you know, if you're single, I envy you and I'm very jealous because you have the time now to put together a morning routine. And I was doing that when I was single, but now really solidified. And now that I'm married and now that I have a child and now that I run my own business, it's extremely important for me to have that hour for me in the morning to put myself first, because then I feel like, you know, I'm good. Like I show up to the day and and the practices that I'm doing and everything really help me regulate my emotional guidance system so that I'm not like frantically running around thinking about everybody else and not even having the time for me. Because honestly, during my day, I don't have much time for me. I work, I take care of my daughter, you know, like husband, I think about meals, laundry, like all of that stuff. So how can you implement that into your morning routine or maybe evening routine and practice 
when you are together on a table, let's say, practice getting the best piece. Like literally you sit down with a man or with somebody else, even if you cooked it, get yourself the first spoon or get yourself the best piece of whatever is there. And of course, the deeper work there is to work on your beliefs. Where is this coming from? You know, reframing those beliefs and really feeling good enough without um, without proving anything to anyone, without doing anything because you, you, you're good enough. And again, that article, Set Yourself Free, The Guide to Being a Good Enough Woman, is a really good resource for you to read through that. And, you know, if you want to talk more and explore more, then let me know. All right. So I hope this was helpful. Let me know what is your what was your biggest takeaway. And when you practice uh, putting yourself first, make sure you tag me and write some sort of a hashtag self-love. You know, don't do self-love because I don't even know what that is anymore. So, all right. Thank you. All right, girlfriends, hope you enjoyed listening or watching to this episode. And if you did, and if you resonate with most of the things I'm saying, and you want to learn more, and you want to finally start attracting masculine men, I have an invitation for you. So as you know, I am committed and passionate about helping successful women attract and keep committed masculine men. So I have a personal invitation for you. If you're resonating with everything and you're ready to step up and invest in yourself and take things to the next level, I would love, love, love to talk to you and see if you would be a fit for my work and what I do. And so basically what I'm doing is I'm inviting you and it's a personal invitation If you, only if you resonate because I don't work for, with everyone and I'm not here to just, you know, make a quick buck and whatever. I'm here committed to your result and I will make sure that we go until the end and that we get you the result that you want which is start attracting better men so I invite you to sign up to actually apply for a free discovery call with me it's a call that is one hour long and what we do is we talk about your current situation where you are today and what's wrong quote-unquote wrong with your dynamics with men what you don't like and then we're going to talk about what you really want and where you want to get and at the end if I find that that's a good fit I'll tell you what I do and I'll offer you to join us and uh, how we could work together so just to give you a bit of context this this experience is all about and what I'm going to offer to only if I find that that's a good fit is about number one putting yourself in the best position to start attracting committed masculine men and not through tactics and techniques or tips tricks whatever but just by being you and understanding and appreciating men thus creating a deeper relationship with yourself as a feminine essence woman and attract better committed masculine men number two it's all about letting go of overworking perfectionism and the need to control by overcoming your limiting beliefs patterns and obstacles to rediscover your worth and enoughness and rebuilding your faith in your own voice in your own decisions and exploring your boundaries and so on and so on number three it's all about letting your body lead stop overthinking and start trusting your gut and your heart when it comes to making decisions expanding and embracing your range of emotions cultivating sense of awareness and pleasure and feeling more without apologizing for it and i know if you're here you understand and you know that the path to your masculine man who's a conscious 
conscious, healthy man is through you. It's through embracing your feminine nature. It's through running with the wolves and embracing your wild feminine side and actually gaining power from it. And a healthy masculine man will only be attracted to that if you get to that place yourself. And last but not least, it's all about becoming deeply connected to yourself as a woman. Understand what true femininity is, exploring deeper levels of intimacy, and finally becoming free, lighter, and open. Embracing basically the feminine side of polarity, because again, this is what your masculine man wants. And it's all about stop living in the masculine energy by pushing, doing, and choosing all the time and start living enjoy freedom and your wild nature where you can surrender, where you can finally let go. Trust me, this is an amazing place to be and it's easy and joyful and it feels natural and feels like a woman. So if you resonate, go to girlskill.com slash apply and there's going to be a short survey, step one, just apply there and then the next step is to schedule a call with me. It's going to be an hour. We have fun on this call, so I hope to see you there. And my my calendar is booked for another, I mean, booked. My calendar is open for another week. So go ahead and do that. If you don't see times that are available for you, make sure you email me because I'll always make time for you to make sure that you get your spot. All right, girlfriend, keep running with wolves and I'll see you next week. Okay, bye. (laughs) 